Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From a land far, far away where success is a long shot and the struggle really is real comes a voice from the depths of the concrete, the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood Podcast. Yo, we're back. It's your boy, Petey, Hope of the Hood. Um, I'm excited today. We got some dope guests in the studio. Before we start, shout out to my man True, shout out to Emily Santiago for showing love on the following episode. Um, shout out to the Chinese Baptist Church across the street. I saw them on the way up and I was like, yo, shit, I didn't even know we had Chinese brothers and sisters getting down with us eating saltine crackers for communion. Uh, make sure you come out to Better Days this week on the 28th. 302 Broom Street, Better Days, Better Days Comedy. Should be fucking lit. Last drink was lit. Uh, I had a pretty good week. Last week was a pretty good week. I've been applying new methods of uh, living. I've been shoulder rolling the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just shoulder roll the bullshit. Because sometimes I think we, 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 we try to like... We try to make the bullshit not bullshit, but it's bullshit. And you're like, yo, let me just hold on and see what happens. But now I think anything that sets off the fucking flow that I'm, the direction I'm going in, I like, because I, before it's like we know this type of shit, but like we, it's not, especially like in relationships. Like I'll be in relationships that I know, like, yo, this shit ain't really the move, but let's see, benefit of the doubt, Petey. And then, like, you get them little tingles, but then it's almost like you don't want to be wrong. Like, you don't want your initial feelings towards the relationship or the project or whatever to be wrong. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is this will work because I knew and I, I always pick the winner. And you don't want to embrace the fact like, oh, man, this shit ain't going to work. And the quicker I let it go, the I can move on faster. So that's what I've been up to this week. And I've, it's been fucking working, man. Like, as soon as I let the little bullshit go. That I couldn't control Shit started like The chi was back You know what I'm saying The feng shui was back Yo the breeze I feel like the weather got nicer Just cause I was like Yo fuck the bullshit The weather got nicer for your boy man This shit is crazy You don't wanna stay in the bullshit Let it go uh, This week We got some dudes I met, I met one of them I met one of them at a comedy show and I met another one through, shout out to Dan, young Billy June. And then I found out that they knew each other 
And I was like, yo, what kind of cahoots shit is niggas is in cahoots over here, yo? Busting mad moves. Because I met, matter of fact, I feel like I met you briefly in front of Aunt Jenny's in Ridgewood. And Telly was you there. Telly, yeah. yeah. Wow, man. That was the first time I even met him. I was like, yo, this dude is wild, yo. Wild. <laughs> wild off the handle. Fucks with him. Shout out to him. And I met you briefly, but he's got like the a bus moves aura. It's like you just in and out. Like it's not really too like even when I seen you at Billy's party, it was like you was like, yo, I'm already like ten steps removed from this party right now. <laughs> I was like, damn, so this nigga's over here. You came to my show, you sitting in the back like, yeah, I'm already at like three shows from here. You know? It's all good. <laughs> then the other homie. You guys introduce yourselves to the world. Introduce yourself to the hope of the hood. Uh, my name is Busy. Uh, that's my name. I'm Busy. And what? And what do you do, sir? Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of different things. So I run. Uh, I own a management and consultation company, uh, Busy Management, and uh, I'm also part of this collective called Brooklyn Stick Up, and I'm also one half of America Hates Us, which is a, a streetwear and apparel company focused on. Uh, Political and socioeconomic uh, initiatives for the disenfranchised, and this is the other half of it. Speaking to the mic, sir. Tadic Brown, I'm Busy's oldest friend. I've known him since three years old. We grew up in Canarsie together. Like he said, I'm the other half of America hates us. Mm -hmm. We got together back in 2016, and we decided we could make dope clothing that has political messages so we put two and two together my background in law his background in street fashion street aesthetics as he likes to call it and we formed like voltron and put it together so you was a lawyer my dude i'm still a lawyer oh my mean you know yeah so you a lawyer sir currently a lawyer still practicing still got my license that's crazy bro yeah what kind of law Copyright trademark law. Oh shit! So I know all your shit is official yeah. tissue. Yeah, but I'm transitioning. Uh, starting later on, well, not starting later on this year, I'm gonna move on to human trafficking, anti-trafficking, and domestic violence law. So that's. Oh, I was about to be like, you human trafficking? You just gonna throw that out there like that? Son, this shit is wild, bro. Wild reckless. He yeah. just because he, you know, he had the slow follow-up. He said, yeah. "Yo, I'm about to just quit that, get into human trafficking." Yeah, well, anti-trafficking. I don't want to. We're not trafficking people. We're trying to stop, trap, stop the trafficking. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, but like, how did you? So, so you guys known each other. You're both from Canarsie. Yeah, Canarsie. I, know, I met him when I was three years old. He was my neighbor. I met oh, him wow. in Pampers. He had Pampers on at three Man, years that's old. That's crazy. I don't know none of. But I know old friends. But I'm not. How did you guys maintain the well, we friendship? We lived next door to each other for like from from three to. Like 15 or 16. No, I know, but you know, sometimes like you can live next door to people. I've lived next door to people and then they be on some fuck shit and you grow up and you're like, yo, I don't think it's uh, pretty, it's not conducive for us to hang out anymore. Like we should probably, <laughs> you don't even tell them. You're just like, yeah, I ain't fucking with this nigga no more. So you're crazy. So like how did, are you guys kind of always on the same wavelength as far as like what you guys were into? I wouldn't even or, say that. I mean, as kids, yeah, because he's a little bit older than me. Mm. So I was... Like on my block, the youngest one. So naturally, everything that the older kids were doing, I was into. So like, he played baseball. I played baseball. Mm. He was into collecting cars. I'm collecting cars. He's into DMX. I'm listening to DMX. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we always just been you know 
tight from then. And then, uh, you know, fast forward. Wait, are we trying to fast forward or you want more details about? No, I mean, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to find out the origins of where you from. Like, I didn't know you was from Canarsie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I kind of had a, I had a, a hunch you was a you was Brooklyn dudes. Yeah. And then Brooklyn stick up. But like, you know, I, I wasn't sure. So Canarsie is where you from. How was it growing up over there? What was it like? I never been. We there. just had this conversation. I asked them, you know, you're 30 now. You lived a long life up to this point. What was your favorite part of life? Like, you know, you know, you know, graduating high school, living other places. High school because I didn't graduate college. Okay, no. He but... was into school. That was the one thing that he was into that I wasn't into. Mm-hmm. Like he was into baseball. I was into baseball. He was into school. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> he was like, yo, here's where we draw the line. <laughs> but he had said, he had said specifically the best part of his life was being on the block, mm. playing manhunt, playing baseball, and <clears throat> wild football on the streets, like not having to care. Mm-hmm. But that's type ill because I have friends that probably, that not probably, they went away to school, a few of them. And I can't say any of them are like, well, my sister's friend, but she's like a relative, so it's a little different than a homie. Like, mm-hmm. I've never had a homie go out and, like, become a lawyer or do anything that was like, oh, shit, it's like, he's actually official. Like, yeah, usually yeah. it's like dudes that go to school and they just be like, yo, so I'm over at FedEx now, yeah. so, you know. Right. All the I successful got... people on Facebook, like, oh, shit, my man got married. Or, like, he just became manager of, you know, Enterprise. Or yeah, Bay. yeah, yeah. So it's and like, it's like, nah, I live next door, I'm a lawyer. Get your life That's right. That's big. I brought him to law school with me. That's big. Which law school did you go to? Rutgers in Newark. Okay. He okay. sat in on a class with me and he just played the back and people were like, he doesn't go here. I'm like, yeah, he's cool. It's fine. He can sit in for the day. Chameleon, chameleon status. He's blended, yeah. All right. So, how'd you guys... Uh... No, actually, you never answered my question. What was it like growing up in Canarsie, Brooklyn? Like I've never, I've met one dude that went to my school in the Bronx. This nigga used to come all the way from Canarsie, and we used to feel like, yo, this nigga must have killed somebody over there. Why he can't go to school in his own hood? This shit was far every day to Truman High School. This kid, and and I think he, he was on a football team, but it was like we stunk. Like we was not good at football. So it was like, why would you come all the way to the Bronx? But like, what was it like? What's Canarsie like? I've never been there in my life. Um, now we're then. I mean, then, 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 obviously. Like, growing up, what was it like, you guys? Um, Back then, it was, it was like a, it was a weird mix because we lived in, like, private houses, Mm -hmm. but we were, like, three blocks away from Brookline Projects. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was, you know, there was beef with, like, the private house kids and the Brookline kids, and then Mm -hmm. you also had, like, pink houses, which would, like, have beef and and a lot of, like, territorial, like, you know, they had, like, PH. Uh, mm-hmm. which was pink houses but then it would be like the other PH which was private houses and we honestly we were like good kids we were just like active in sports and playing and, and sneakers and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, but we still had a very clear like insight into you know the the more like you know menacing right, side right, of right. shit um, but I actually went to school in, in Flatbush so I was like living in Canarsie but mm-hmm. a lot of my friends outside of like the few people that lived in my block are actually from Flatbush because okay. uh, I went to I went to junior high school not too far from Flatbush and then I went to high school like on on Flatbush and then I went to college where I would later drop out from but also which college you go to? Brooklyn College okay so you was local you yeah, was yeah. Like, I graduated like... from Midwood mm-hmm. and then only to go right across the street yeah that's probably why I dropped out he told me go away 
He was like, go away to school. You're going to wish you went away. I was like, yo, but all my hoes He's like, here. yo, I'm going to get the beef patties from that I love so, <laughs> so much, yo. Come on, they don't got, got Lloyd's that. Bakery uh, in, in, in Stony Brook. Connecticut. Yeah. Fuck up and get a beef patty in Stanford. <laughs> I went to school in Pennsylvania, and that was like the best, worst thing for me. Because <clears throat> as boring and antisocial it was, it helped me focus, get my shit together as far as country and realizing what kind of goal or what I wanted to attain. And I figured all my people that don't leave home, mm-hmm. they're not going to leave home. And I would say the vast majority of my people that didn't go away to school are currently in the same position. But the thing is, most of my friends that went away to school was in the set. That's what made me not even go to school. I was like, yo, these niggas end up back here. Why do I got to go over there to be right here? If, if like, I'm not going to go nowhere. So I think maybe if I saw like more positive like like dudes that went away and came back and were still making moves, mm-hmm. I would have been like, word. But yeah. then it was like... Yo, all y'all dudes came back owing mad money, and you ain't even lit right now, son. You ain't even get the fucking advance or nothing. You just, you just owe a nigga five hundred thousand dollars. Now maybe not that niggas ain't go to Harvard or none of that, but like you know, you owe Bronx community like twenty dollars. Even when I was in Brooklyn College, I was seeing people that I went to high school with that, or even junior high school with that were like giving high school their all, like taking AP Spanish yeah. and, and like. Algebra, not algebra, calculus and Latin and like just going hard and being thirsty. And I'm like, look at you right here, me and fucking all this art, this art uh, auditorium uh, in the same college. So I feel like after I saw that, I was like, Yo, I'm out of here. I dropped out after two years. I was like, I'm gonna go start a rap label. Mm. And did you start a rap label? Yeah, that's when I started bringing Stick when I was in college. I okay. dropped out. I was um, I was actually uh, listening to the 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 artists. Uh, dance from Booker Sigma. I was listening to like an OCD of his right. in my art uh, like seminar, and he he said uh and and I'm and I'm un- one of the lines he's like and I'm underdog like the bottom row on the overbite, and I was like yeah I'm dropping out. I was like I'm gonna start a rap label with him. So is this also oh, you knew like what what was he just on the running around? Yeah, he was rapping on? with some dudes in the Bronx at the time. So okay. we were just like friends. Like no, I wasn't in music. I was in school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was like starting, but ha- had a head start. You know. So what I'm you wasn't even in music. You wasn't trained or nothing. You just was like yeah. In high school though, I knew me and my man Reem. We both like didn't have any talent. Like. Yeah, tangible talent like dancing, yeah. singing, rapping. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Yo, we're gonna be famous, like, cause these rappers they need managers, they need video directors, like, mm. we're gonna figure it out, even though we don't got no talent." And right. we, like we wrote that in each other's yearbook, and That's then, uh, so then it fast forward when I was in college and I was in the art seminar, and he said that I was like, "Yeah, I'm off this." What do you mean he said that in the... So was dance I, in the same school? No, no, I was listening to music. Like, I wasn't paying attention to the class. Oh, I, had I, got, headphones you, on. I got you. I got you. I had headphones on, listening to his tape when I should have been, like, you know, learning about medieval yeah. architecture. And when I heard that, that line was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Did you know him at this time? I knew him, but not, like, just in a friend capacity. I didn't know him. That was, like, my first time, I think, listening to his music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, you're a rapper. Everybody's a rapper. But we were just cool. Was he with the crew? On that track, was he with the, the crew? Or was it just him? He was with another crew from the Bronx at the time. But Brooklyn like, Stickup didn't exist. But on that song, was it just, was he solo or was he with It was crew? him and another dude. From the group that he was in? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what? how did you approach him to make him be like... To 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 un- make him understand. I think I was just like thing. it was just like little things, and this is like where I, I got a lot of the skills that I uh, 
applied to like all the other shit that I'm currently involved in, like even America Hates Us, is like is because since I started from the ground like level with no prior education, no mm-hmm. training, it allowed me to be like skilled in a lot of different disciplines. So when it first started, I was like, yo, my pops got a camera, like let's do a photo shoot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like very basic shit. Had I known how hard this shit was back then, I never even would have started. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. But I was like, yo, my pops got a camera, let's do a photo shoot. Oh, I downloaded Microsoft Movie Maker. Like I'm gonna make a montage with like your song in the background, and we're you know dumb. And we're right. like, yo, the shit is fire. We about so to be you lit. was basically you was investing your time and belief into this dude. Yes, today. yeah, yeah, exactly. We but you no was bread. also doing it. You know, for yourself, for yourself, obviously. Yeah, because like, I was just enthusiastic about it and excited. You know what I'm saying? Where did that come from, though? Like, where did Cause that... Because from high school, when I was like, y'all don't have no talent, but I'm going to be famous. So I was like, jackpot, perfect opportunity. No, I know, I but there's a lot of talent. dudes that's like, yo, I ain't got no talent. Let me just rob a nigga real quick. <laughs> like, that's the type of niggas that I'm from. I'm from a niggas like, yo, I can't dance. I'm going to just shoot niggas. Like, fuck it. Let me go and get it the hallway. So it's like, to even have... Like, to me, I didn't start even thinking... You know, I had something, t- that shit fucks me up some days. I'd be like, yo, I, I real quick, I, I went to a, a potluck the other day. First time I've ever been to a potluck in my fucking life. The shit was all white people. Mm. Shout out to my Jewish crew. They was in the building. And I've never been to no potluck before. I've heard of it. I've never knew. So I get there, and it's like mad people that I don't know. But you know, this is domesticated PD, so I could dance with whoever. I'm not, I'm not one of them niggas you bring around, but just sit in the corner or... You know, fucking looking like I'm mad at the world. So I'm there, and they, they're doing this thing where they're just going around the room asking everybody, you know, what they do and all that shit. So there was my, the shorty I was with, her cousin's friend from, like, since they were kids, like, you guys were friends. The, she's like, yeah, I live in Maine or whatever, and I, um, I do iron casting. And I'm like, I don't really know what that means, but it sounds strenuous as fuck, dude. And then she was like, and I also, uh, I split lumber or something crazy yeah, like yeah. that. And she got strong calves. Son, all I could think though, real quick, was like, I just be trying to sell people. Like, I be talking shit mm. into a microphone. Like, that's like the, you know how little I felt at that? Like, not little, but I felt so like. That's, that's shit that they can't do. I know, they can't but do it it's well. still, yo, somebody I'm saying like, yo. Just the idea, like this is like what you basically did. It's like in in its own sense of what splitting lumber. Or? No, no, no. I'm talking about not splitting lumber oh. or not doing like yeah. being like yo. I can make something out of nothing, pretty much. So it's almost like a hustle. Yeah. Like how do you become the? I was telling somebody the other day. How do you become the best gamble? Like you can. You ever hear people like yo? It's because of this that I don't have this, or it's because you gotta be this, or you can't be like a straight black dude you're gonna have to work even and i'll be like yo dude even if that's the case like you know when people be like yo they only allow one black guy at a time like even if that's the case mm-hmm. like the walking dead yeah like one black dude like oh they killed this one they're gonna meet a new <laughs> black dude tomorrow because that's just how it goes but then the thing is like my man <laughs> i don't even watch the show i don't watch the show walking dead is like one black man black woman maximum okay so, okay there's very rarely an overlap <laughs> so if one person gets bodied yeah. it's like yo they're gonna bump back into the other van cause you seen they had a black dude there's gonna be a new, the new that's character. where they spawn the black dudes yeah, the yeah, black yeah. zombies from mm-hmm. but nah so it's like that thing of um, it's that thing of uh, I don't know what the fuck I was just talking, talking about talking about hustling I don't know where I was going with that 
You, I think you said where we get the will to hustle. Oh, 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 no. The, the, oh, the thing about the, um, yo, there's only, it can only be one. But it's like, dude, why, why can't you be the gamble? Why can't you be that one? Word. Instead of being like, so like, that's like, I think what you kind of did, which was, yo, why, these niggas ain't got no talent, son. <laughs> and I don't have the talent to do that thing, but I got the talent to still be in it. Right. Like, I think that's one of the ill things that I feel like isn't promoted a lot. And I've felt like that for a while, like in the hood, where it's like, People will promote their kids to be, like, the next big athlete from, like, when they're one, two, three years old. Instead of being like, yo, you know, you can just, like, have the best athletes working for you. Or you can work with them. As opposed to, you'll never pull a hamstring that way. Like, you may (laughs) pull a hamstring doing some jiggy (laughs) shit. Like, on a fucking yacht, you might slip down the steps because you didn't have the right Sperry's on or some shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, I feel like that was a... I def I feel like from when I was young I, I I kind of I kind of always thought like if it's already like super saturated it's much easier if you like do something different you know what I'm saying so it's like oh everybody's gonna go get the J's I well the J's are gonna be sold out so I'm gonna get these pennies you mm. know what I'm saying and I'm I'll I'll, I'll I'll style them like differently and all of a sudden it's like everybody's wearing J's I'm wearing pennies and right. I'm like got the foams or whatever that's the best analogy I could come up with so I feel like alright I can't rap I'm not even gonna try to compete with these you know these dudes who can rap and start now at like 17 years old mm-hmm. kind of or however old you are in college 18, 19 to rap I was like I could do this you know what I'm saying I've always been like uh, like middleman and Will and Dylan like Get, I had. To, I was working when I was, I was thirteen. About, I was about to say, where did that come? But like, was was it? But like, even before your first job, was it like now or later? Like, now nah, it was doing? kicks. I think it was kicks because like I was the youngest one, right? So mm-hmm. like T, he was in high school and he. I mean, he was, had fly kicks. I always make fun of him because like he'll be like, oh yeah, I had those. I'm like nah, those were your brothers. I remember you brought them brothers. Like, still mine. That's still I'm like, right, no, right. you ain't have those. Like, so I think it was. Um, you that's know, the, that's the petty hate. Like, yo, those those are your brothers. Yeah, I'm like, yo, remember the royal blue foams I had? He's like, yeah, I had them too. I'm like, those were your brothers. I had them. I had them <laughs> He's like, I wore them more than twice. <laughs> yeah. Facts. I think it was kicks, so because I wanted to keep up. You know what I'm saying? So right. he was working at a sneaker store. Uh, you know, you should tell him the Nike Town story. Oh. You was working at a sneaker store. Where you was working at? Sneaker Palace on Rockaway Parkway. That shit sound mad hood. Mr. Chin gave me my first job. I used to work at a sneaker store in Miami in in Liberty City, and that that shit made me not like sneakers no more. Why? Because it was like working in like a fucking hot dog pause in a hot dog factory. Like, oh, I don't think I want to eat hot dogs no more pause. And like, it was like, that's what it felt like. Because in the way I used to see the way people used to react over mm. sneakers. Yeah. Because I was already an adult. I was like in my late 20s when I was, this was like bottom of the barrel for me. Like I had no, it was like rock bottom. I was in a fucking retail sneaker store in that yeah. like worst neighborhood in Miami. <laughs> Niggas is buying sneakers with guns on them. <laughs> Niggas is like, yo, you got the, yo, the shoe is too tight. They might shoot you. Yeah. Niggas, you ever, you know, working in the spot, on, niggas come through, yo, I need from size 12 adult men <laughs> to 5C, all the whole scale. I need the whole scale. I need five youth. I got a yeah. funny story C. about Nike Town with that. You're Son, I remember, even because you know Christmas Eve, that sh- Christmas Day. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And like, I remember dudes threatening dudes like, yo, if my sneakers ain't. You don't yeah. hold my Space Jam 11s. Yeah, and niggas is ready to shoot people over that shit. There used to be people that walk in the store and just take shots. I'm like, well, I'm not getting paid to be security, so <laughs> enjoy those that left shoe. How old was you when you was working? My there? first, at 16, I think, right? My junior year, senior year of high school. So I started getting fly. 
with kicks. Oh, in high school? Yeah. Oh, you was that dude. So, was, so then he got so me a job a at 13 or yeah. 12 or 13. Spot? So he was clean. In the same spot. Oh, so I'm okay. in junior high school. I'm getting every oh, Jordan crazy. that comes out because I'm working at the sneaker store. Was so. that like general? Was that near your cribs? Yeah. No, yeah walking distance. Oh, so that means because I remember there was this one, I forget his name. This is one kid. You got to understand if you were a kid. And you work in a fucking sneaker spot. Maddie, you're the man. Especially not like some Foot Locker. It's like the Chinese, yeah. the Asian spot. Mr. Chen. In every, I feel like that's how they used to do it. Like even because Foot Locker can't hire little kids. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's no. They like yo, what? Let me yeah. pay you off the books. Five dollars off day. the books. I was yeah. getting five dollars off the books, and I was getting like my discount wasn't even set. It was just like how he felt that day. Like yeah. yo, I need these. Like just give me a hundred. Yo, you don't understand. Like when your people from your school and your hood come in there and they see you working in there. You need to connect. And you know you got the flash shit on while you working in there. <laughs> niggas is like, they looking at sneakers that they hope they could get. And they looking at you like, yo, he gets to touch all the sneakers. And we would get the, the sneakers. <laughs> he we gets would... to touch every size sneaker in the store. <laughs> he gets to smell them before early. Else and we would get them two weeks early. So yeah, we was yeah. rocking them. People like, they ain't even on sale yet. Yeah, yeah. I used to hate niggas like that. When I was growing up, so <laughs> niggas at the time, you, they would have the outfits to match the sneakers that didn't even come out. And you'd be like, yo, why is your life so good? <laughs> I wasn't, it was, it for out. me, I was only just stunned with the kicks. I had to keep it based with the gear. Because I was essentially working for kicks. Like, I would work for the whole week and then just buy kicks and the clothes I had to, like, keep But how did you know, like, did you know, like, all right, this is, I'm going to go work for the plugs? I had, we had an older friend in the, in the neighborhood, Raffles. And he worked there, and he was the, you know, was a pecking order. Like he was next. He, he, in he line. was the cool older kid. Yeah, he was him, the cool you know older kid. So I was so like, how yo. did he duck duck goose you and not like? I would just go there every day. Yo, can I get a job? I'm a, I'm gonna be reliable. You know, you pitch. Was he still working there when you started? Yeah, working? yeah, he was. He was there. He was there for. He was there, for a while, and he then after. Say, yo, he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him if he's still there. So <laughs> then I transitioned. I went to school, and I said, Yo, Chin. Nah, I can't do it. Come on, I can't do that right here at all. Uh, but I put B on, I put who else worked there? Joel worked there, my boy Joel. I, I ran, it got ran through it. A lot of people got to work there. Nice. So I feel like that for me, at least, like that, you know, I first started making my own money, I'm gonna buy what I want, like buy whatever kicks I want. So then it was like, not, I don't want to say it was like it was addicting, but. It set a bar, you know what I'm saying, for how the certain lifestyle. No, but the hustle, Nike Town was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, tell me about Nike Town. Oh, Nike Town. So we could talk about this now because enough time has passed. But I'm definitely sure Statue it was illegal. Limitations. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely sure it was illegal. So, and I don't think this exists anymore. I'm banned from Nike Town customer service. <laughs> so I never got banned. I was good. Oh, you was doing the 52 fakeouts? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't. Yeah, I guess. So what we would do is our store, Chin, right? Crafty man, this man. I think T idea. put him on. T idea. put him on like, yo, look, because T... Oh, T was in cahoots? Yeah. All day. Oh, shit. So T is also a hustler, and he's also very cheap, to put right. it bluntly. So he was on some, yo, these flight po phone posits, or phone posits don't have air bubbles, but like these Air Maxes are fucked up, and pop the air bubble, send them back to Nike, and be mm. like defective, and Nike would send you a new pair. That was like an old policy they had. So he tells Chen, yo, if we do this with the kicks that we have in the store that's not selling... They'll give us credit. Know, credit. Mm. So we were sending like Vince Carter shocks that were like 150 plus tax came up to like 172 or something like that. But nobody was buying the Vince Carter shocks. So right. we would get all this Nike credit, but we were going to Nike town. Mm. So Chin would have the employees go with like six pairs of Vince Carter shocks at 150 a pop plus tax, go to Nike town, get the credit. 
So now we have 172 times six per person in credit. Hold that credit down until the Jordans come mm. out. Make another trip to Nike Town and buy all the Jordans that are now worth mo even more than the retail yeah. price. That's you know great. what I'm saying? So the Jays would be like, you know, the same price as the Vince Carters, but we're selling them two weeks early for 250 So after a while, Nike Town got hit because we were just coming mad back. I'm bringing size yeah, 13. I to, yo, yeah. I was about to say, like, yo, what kind of fucking laps? It was going off. Like, for like if I seen you come nah. through with, like, I was there every four pairs. If I every seen you week. with four pairs, yeah. I'd be like, nah. They didn't care. They didn't care. And it was well, yeah, so they new, they didn't even have, like policy in place yeah. on how to handle this yeah. it's just like yo you returned it let yeah. me get your id and that's it but then after a while they were like yo we got they got to a point where they told us we have more size nines in this shoe mm -hmm. than we received like yeah. in our shipment mm -hmm. so that's how much y'all have brought back that we actually have more than we even like got in the first place <laughs> so y'all so, was, was fucking the shoes up though like no no. no 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 we were just bringing them brand new like yo these don't fit or it's from my basketball team they didn't like, ask for oh, there's no, okay, there's okay, no okay, questions okay. they asked it just, it's a service it's good service good customer service but well, we took advantage man, right? that's mm -hmm. not like this hustle that I used to do that I'm actually on probation for right now <laughs> oh but well, it was like it was like that it was like but it's, at least I was I was giving them nothing <laughs> <laughs> like I was giving, them, I was just getting mad shit and giving them nothing, and just like that's why, I, like I owe a lot of money right now. Shout mm -hmm. out to the fucking uh, prosecutors and everybody, but like, <laughs> I was like, like imagine you doing that, but like not giving them, not giving thing. them this, no. just get giving them, get, just giving them your Nike ID. Like, yo, this is all you need right here because we under the coverage of the insurance and all of that. And they're like, what? But you know what? You know where it really went wrong? It wasn't you. It was somebody we had in our group. This dude decided to actually steal something inside Nike <laughs> and try to return it. So he took a jersey like the third floor. off the rack. Yeah. Cameras yeah. everywhere. Yeah. He can go to the return department like, yeah, I don't like this. It don't fit. Oh, man. And they were like... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Uh, camera says you took it. Damn, son. That that's kind of that's because that shit happened to me too. Not that, but like I was a that's dumb stealing. Yeah, I was a dumb dude. So I used to have the plug at this bank, right, with the shorty, the teller. Like me and her was cool. Yeah, that's how it started. Like, real cool, right? But like, so I was coming. I was I was like doing what I was doing, and I would get I was laundering the money, like okay. me, and I would go in. You one like, of those dudes, like yo, let me get your information. I'm gonna put twenty five hundred in your account. Nah, 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 nah. Like, I was coming with straight cash for like in my account, like uh, not even. Okay. And um, but she was to, she was like. You know, if you're coming in with something like twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars, mm. that shit's supposed to take like a week, five, at least five business days to clear. Like, right. yo, she would clear that shit for me like the next day, son. Like wow. every time, like I could come in there with like twenty thousand, like 
three times a week, and then she would fucking clear the next day. So one day I go, I get a, I, I deposit a check, and then I go to a spot because I was like, I wanted this Porsche. And I went with the Must be nice. real casual. So, but then I went. I went to the a bank that wasn't the bank that she worked at, like mm. on some dumb shit. Like, yo, you already in the loop. Why would you go outside or do some yeah. crazy shit within the same bank? But they don't know about it. Yeah. So I went to go do the um, I went to go get a cashier's check from a different bank, and now they looking at it like, yo, how the fuck you deposit this shit yesterday? And this shit is clear. And then yeah. they were like, nah, we're not going to be able to do it. And then Shorty got fired. And it was all down. My, my account was on crazy frozen <laughs> for a minute. But I unfroze my shit. Yeah. But like, that shit was, because I, I had mad bread in there. Yeah. That they froze. And I was like, yo. But she you got unfroze fired. It? It's like, they froze it. I unfroze yeah, we it. We thawed it out. We got to thaw it out. <laughs> but nah, so that's crazy though. Like fucking. So we've been hustling for since we've been teenagers. Very small scale compared to your story. Yeah, you no, but it's still the same. I want a Porsche. No, but it's still Cash. the same. It's still the same. Uh, same Different energy, levels. Same yeah. energy. Because yeah. it was like, if you was doing that, if a nigga came through, because it's not like I created the hustle. Like, your man came to right, me right. with the hustle. Somebody came to me with the hustle and was like, yo, get down with this. I'm like, oh, word. Mm. But I was, I was, I was dumb. So I'm like, <laughs> I was dumb, bro. Like, I was <laughs> mad dumb. Like I, if I, like, I think back on the way I was. And I, like I remember one time I got in trouble, and um, I got arrested. Like the first time I got like a felony, felony. And the spot where I was living at, the doorman was like this young dude, young like younger than me, and mm. I was young. I was like twenty one, twenty two. And um, I used to treat this nigga like shit, son. <laughs> like on some real, I was like sunning this nigga. Like I would come in, and, and just like mad fucking bags of shopping and just splendor bitches all day <laughs> and treat him like a son doula instead of being like, yo, my man was good. Woo, woo, woo. Like, take, you know, hit, hitting him with a couple dollars, treating him like a human being. I wasn't treating him like a human being. <laughs> I was treating him like a son, like, like not even a son, like a fucking. And then, so one time I got jammed up and then the cops went to my crib, to the apartment building that I lived in. Yo, you don't think this nigga gave me up so fast, yo? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga gave them the keys to the crib and was like, yo, and then they went in my crib, all kind of shit. They got a warrant, but like, they wouldn't have got in yeah. if Son didn't give them the keys. Right, right, right. He was happy. So I was like, damn, yo, yeah. this nigga, I should have, like, in hindsight. Yeah, be nicer. I was, I was stupid, son. So, but how, all right, so how did you guys, how did you guys uh, get to America Hates Us? Like, what was the, were you already into, were you already doing into fashion and stuff like that? Yeah, so I, for Brooklyn Stick Up, like, you know, I, I, I manage it or whatever, and I would also... Explain Brooklyn Stick Up to us, please. It is a independent, like, record label, essentially, and collective, mm -hmm. and we have, like, a marquee artist, his name is Dance, and we have, like, a thriving merch, you know, element to it. That's how, that's how we were, like, managed to be... Uh, to sustain ourselves, like pay for everything that you would need for mm -hmm. a label, like music videos, studio time, photo shoots. Through the merch. Through the merch, right. So that was like some that was like my department, you know what I'm saying? Like I would dabble in all the departments, but like some of this like the rapping part, I don't do that, the production part. So merch was like my my creative thing right. that I had oversight of. So um so I was doing that, you know what I'm saying? And we were getting looks and but re rewind a little bit, T Years ago, before I was into this, he wanted to do a T-shirt line called mm. Classy Dude. Oh gosh! Right? So I'm a classic dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He, this was like when Jay was like 
I wear suits, button ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah button ups. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yo, yeah. we do a t shirt line called Classy Dude. And you it's know what I'm saying? And like I was a, like, it's going to look like a button up, but it's going to be a t shirt. Cufflinks on the short sleeves. got to be lit. So. So I know that that was like always in the up. back of his mind. You know what I'm saying? It's something that he wanted to do. Right. But then fast forward, I found myself. So you never did it though? Never. Never went off the ground. Good, good, good. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah, good. good. No L's though. No L's in my department. Yeah, so. yeah. It was just like an idea that just stayed there. Mm. And there was like, I think there was even some like drafts of like logos, but nothing happened with it. So then fast forward, I was, you know, living this rapper, rapper adjacent life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and handling merch and you know, just moving around and meeting people or whatever. And we were talking, I think it was uh, right around the Trump campaign before he won because, mm-hmm. you know, he was running with the Make America Great Again hat. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, we should do a hat that says Make America Hate Again. Mm. And he's like, yo, word, let's do it. Like, if you make it, I'll pay for it. And I was like, all right, cool. So that that was like the first. But I- was this, but you had already been doing the Brooklyn stick up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how about, real quick, to rewind to that. So... Were you were you like the creative mind behind it? Like, were you coming up with the designs? With the designs, yeah, yeah. For and me. that's like with the New York robbery joints. Make New York grimy again. Make New York grimy. Yeah. The ski I mean, mask don't get me. We are we're a collective, so right. there's like there's how like me. Now there's two of us. Mm-hmm. There's there's three other people involved in that. So even if I come up with something, it is like a collective right. decision for the most part. But for most of the designs, yeah, are things are like make New York grimy again, Flatbush Forty Two, uh, the ski mask logo. Um, a lot of the a lot of the shit that we put out, um, or even not even maybe not even the logo, but like we put out soap, we put out bars of soap that have like a ski mask in them. So you it's know, like... got soap, son. Dove, holler at us. <laughs> maybe not Dove. <laughs> maybe not. Got their issues. Irish Spring. There you go. I'm cool with them. Lever 2000. We gonna bring you out the cemetery, nigga. You remember when Lever first came out? <laughs> nigga was like, Yo, what's this? I ain't never smelled like this before. You smelling different. Right. Yeah. So y'all got the so so what even? But like what what? Did you know, like, yo, we're going to get it through the merch way to fund everything else? Because that's like a, even that, that's a leap. That's an investment. You don't know if you're going to make that money back. Yeah, nah, the quick story, like the abridged version to how that came about was we just made promo, we made pro 12 promo sweaters because we had a mixed, dance had a mixtape coming out called Brooklyn Sticker. Mm-hmm. Right? One of our partners, like, he got arrested and in the newspaper it said, uh, the article said, Brooklyn Sticker punks boxed in because... The police came while he was still in the spot, and they surrounded him. Mm. So the, they had a picture of him being, like, carried out, and that was the headline. So he cut out the article, put it on his wall, but when he cut it out, he left out punks boxed in, and it mm. just had a picture of, of our boy, and it said Brooklyn Sticker. Because essentially, he's not a punk. He was just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you blo- well, you blocked him yeah. by the cops. You Like, what are you going to be, a fucking hero? Yeah. You know, he's not a yeah. punk. You just yeah. can't really flex after that. Right. So so then I was like, yo, let's name it Brooklyn Sticker. Like, that's perfect. You know what I'm saying? That thing. That was just coincidence. Was that, what, that was the mixtape. That was the mixtape. Okay. So then it was like, yo, let's print out promo gear. Mm. Not thinking that this is a potential revenue stream. We were just like, let's promote the tape. So we made the 12 sweaters just to, like, give out to, you know, the immediate crew. But, of course, we were like, yo, y'all got that in red? And it's like, no, it's just black. Yeah. Like, that's it. Damn, if y'all got it in red. Like, and it was like, ding. Right, so it took a few, it took a few, and then we did like another batch, like white, because people were like, oh, I want a t-shirt, I don't want a hoodie, and then after a while, people, you know, it was so, not even on purpose, but it, it was made so limited because of money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it created a demand, like, locally, yeah. like, yo, I just seen such and such, I need one, so then we were like, alright, let's do, you know, a bigger batch, so that is what, you know, that's how it started, and then okay. eventually we got to, like, you know, we got a hat, 
manufacturer in China, and oh, you know dope. we do hoodies, enamel pins, like everything. But it started not even thinking, like we weren't conscious of that. I wasn't a conscious decision. It was just like an organic thing. So now I've been doing that for let's say, you know, six years. Mm-hmm. And then me and T are on the phone, and he and I'm like, "Yo, it'd be dope if we didn't make America hate again." Where are you at at this time, T? Are you? Are you? In I'm in. I'm He's a famous <coughs> lawyer. No, 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 no. I was working for a judge in, was it Passaic, New Jersey? Okay. Criminal court judge. Okay. So I was winding down. I had just taken the bar for the second time, and I was winding down, figuring out what I want to do. You you failed it the first time? I failed. I failed New York, New Jersey the first time, but I, I redeemed myself. I took New Jersey the second time. I passed. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was thinking about doing the prosecutor like prosecutor route. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking I don't want to be in New Jersey no more. So I said, boom, I, I'm creative. I have thoughts. I got ideas. This dude's very creative. He has thoughts. He has ideas. He came and pitched this to me. I ran it by my judge. I was like, judge, my judge is super. Shout out to uh, uh, Malcolm X. He died today. My judge had a remind. He texted me this morning to say, yo, we lost a good one. He didn't die today. He, he didn't die on today. This on this day. Yeah, I, I thought I thought everybody knew that. I thought that was <laughs> obvious, but uh I ran across him and he was like, This is dope. He liked the the idea, the concept we have. And him and I just started coming yeah, up with more and more like ideas. He's a cool ass judge, man. You should meet he met my judge. He sounded like the judge that let me go. <laughs> Shout out to fucking Judge Carter. Shout out to Judge Jacobson. Uh and him and I just coming up with more and more ideas and we got more and more positive feedback. Okay. What made, what made you even go, because that was the other thing I was going to ask, like, how did you, how did you, because if you guys don't know, check it out, make sure you check it out, America Hates Us dot, it's a, no, it's US, it's, yeah, it's yeah, America, America Hates, hates dot US, dot US. Yeah. I forgot, because you told me that, well, I was on stage, and yeah. I asked you, and I was like, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> I went, he was like, yo, it's America Hates dot US, I was like, like, Oh, shit, yo, what the fuck? I think it's a fucking savant, son. Yeah. <laughs> savant. But, like, so how did you get to that? Like, how did you... Because it's conscious. So I didn't really know. I Like, I already see you. And I think you gave me... You brought me a shirt one time. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, broken Comedy. To Broken R. Comedy. R.I.P. Broken Comedy. And I, so I was like, oh, shit, bitch. Because I seen you rock. Shout out to Becky. Rock. Shout out to Becky. Shout out to Becky. You was rocking a shirt one day, and I was on stage, and I was like, yo, what's that say or whatever? Uh-huh. And you told me. And then you bought me the shirt, like, the next week or something. Yeah, you all showed us love. And I was like, oh, this shit's official. But then I was like, oh, this shit is conscious. I didn't, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I ain't got all of the scruples. I just rock shit. Like, I'll rock a Coca-Cola shirt. I don't know. <laughs> so that was actually part of, so when we when we thought of it, I was like, I He's he's super well like knowledgeable in the political space, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm and 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 I'm not so much, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I have more of like a music industry background. Right. But I also have a good eye for like design and I'm knowledgeable on like production and branding and aesthetic. So I was like, yo, you know, we just had that one hat and then eventually it was like, yo, we should do something else. So we came up with some other so ideas. So you started with the America Hates Us. No, we started with the um the Make America Hate I mean, Again. Make America, America. Right, 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 right. And then I think after that. With the hat though. The hat. Yeah. Well, let me ask you real quick. Was it like something, was there, was there anything behind that as far as, let's start with something that's one size fits all? Or was it like just natural? Because like for me, I feel like a lot of times if I'm trying to come up with something, I feel like if I'm doing something like that, like. I guess that's not really promo at that point. That's not promo merch. But I try to do something that's like one size fits all. Cause like I the candles. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. right, absolutely. Right, right. So yeah. it's not like something that like I have to worry about a small, large, extra large. Yeah. Right. One size fits all. What's For that? that idea specifically, I don't think... It, it was just really just a direct play on the Trump hat. So it was like, Trump got a hat, we got a hat. Oh, okay, okay. But, okay. Uh, you know, in general, 
that is, you know, something that we're cognizant of for like inventory and, right. um, you know, being able to give shit out freely and not worry about like, oh, we only got two smalls left. So hats are definitely, if you follow my, my page on Instagram, I drop a lot of Hold gems. on, we're going to get into that. Relax. I wrote some shit down. I got a couple notes. I'm not the most professional, <laughs> but I got a couple. So, 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 so for the hat shit, so we, we were like, yo, I was like, there's not a lot of political brands. Like I did like brief research, right? So mm-hmm. like. A lot of the political, you know, not even, I don't want to call it streetwear, but like garments that have political statements on them, they all look like they are made for a rally. Yeah. It'll be like Black Lives Matter, but in a big block. block. Like, That's you're not wearing say. that anywhere. This shit is you know conscious, Jose. It's conscious, but it's fly. You yeah. see the fucking... I forgot what color green this is. That Kelly Hunter. Uh, that? No, no, that's Kelly Green. That's Kelly the green. Kelly. You see yeah. the Kelly? I don't know everything. You see the Kelly? <laughs> they got fly shit. So it's like that's the other thing. I'll be like, even that hat right there. Like I'll rock it, and people will be like, "Yo, what's that? That shit is hot." Right. But it's like it's not some like you it's said. It, just, it doesn't just say Black Lives Matter in the Run DMC fucking front. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Or it'll be like, you know, they got the Black Lives Matter ones, or it'll, it might be like, um, and no disrespect to any of those campaigns or, or those shirts, but just as far as like you, your ability to take it from a rally and go to brunch, they're not really that versatile. Mm. So it might have like the, you know, the Eric Garner shirts, rest in peace, hashtag I can't breathe. Like, that's dope if you're going to the Eric Garner rally, right. you're going to do laundry maybe, but mm. we wanted to have something that had more like, Utility that you could you could you could take your beliefs with you to the club to the club to the strip or club, to a brunch you know and be fly, yeah. but still like it could be kind of nuanced and really spark a conversation. So like a great example of that, we did this shirt. Um, so everyone knows about the conflict with Israel and Palestine, right? Yeah. I don't want to get too deep into what it is, but they be beefing. There's an issue there, you know what I'm saying? And that's why for a lot of those issues, honestly, I'd be like, yo, talk to him. He, that's his area of expertise. Authority. I'm a design guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But so we did a shirt that says it says uh, "Free Palestine," but in Hebrew. Okay. So only people, only if you read Hebrew, you, you can read it. it. But it's 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 a, it's something that speaks to what the opposing view. You know what I'm saying? And so, even if you don't speak read Hebrew, but you know what it means. Mm-hmm. Now you can break it down to the other people like, yo, check this out. Because, you know, I really don't think they should be beefing at all. <laughs> so <laughs> this that, is what this means. That's, that's, yo, so I swear to God, real quick, when you give me shit, like, I know what it kind of means, but yeah. I'll totally throw my old spin on it. <laughs> I'll be like, like, you didn't tell me what yeah. the hate, of yeah. it, like the, the hat, the, yeah. the, it's like basically America. But, like, it's the United States. It's hate. It's the but, silhouette of the United States, yeah. but it spells out the word hate, hate inside of it. So I'll be like, yo, you see what it is, is that. There's so much hate yeah. from within. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Our that's own a country. That's a great interpretation. I think Lena Wade made a good uh, quote the other day. She says she puts her out her art out there and allows the people to interpret it the way they want to interpret mm. it. Yes, everything you buy or sorry, every time everything we put on our website, we have our own definition of meaning what what it represents. Mm-hmm. And you could take that and understand what it means, or you could take it and say, Well, this is my this is my piece. This is my garment. Not I interpret it to be this way. Right. So there's no limits, but it, it, it's put out there in the world up for interpretation. And we want to like spark that, that conversation. Spark that yeah. conversation. You know what I'm saying? If you see a, a Palestinian woman wearing a shirt that's written in Hebrew, automatically it's gonna be like, "What is that? Like, what mm-hmm. does your shirt say? You're wearing a shirt that says that's written in Hebrew, and then it's like, oh, it actually says Free Palestine.' And mm-hmm. um, we want to encourage those types of like. But where does that come? Like, so like, where does that come from? As far as like, what what makes you because so, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask, like even with the with the Believe Women shirts, yeah. which are dope. Thank you. Um, so I uh, was it a gra- shorty? 
No, nah, it was actually a, it was actually a professor, Professor Ball in uh, First Amendment law. The class I took, I learned the power of uh, symbolic speech. We got mm -hmm. First Amendment rights to express ourselves. We could use it vocally. We could also put it on print. And having the power to have your message on clothing is strong to me because, like him and I say, we, we try to create things subtle, not in your face. Right. So me wearing my Believe Women's shirt is very subtle. It allows you to ask me about it, allows you to share an experience with me. It just opens a discussion. I don't. I never wanted to be someone on the train saying, "Oh, I think Trump is this, Trump is that," because that's you trying to get to work. You trying to get to wherever you need to go to. Mm -hmm. But if I got something on clothing, now it it permits you to come up to me, mm. and that happens to me wearing this shirt. I say regularly, someone comes up to me, asks me what it means, or they'll they'll within five minutes share an experience of being assaulted. Mm. So to me, it's a good conversation starter. I think you ever have a dude like hate on you, like you see that, be like these bitches ain't trustworthy. Yeah, all, all, yeah. <laughs> I've I've had dudes tell me like Yo. Bill Cosby can't be guilty of all that. Oh, I, man. and it's left and right, left and right. And you know, though sometimes you could temperament those conversations, and sometimes they're just idiots and you can't be involved with. But I'm not trying to see right. idiots. I'm trying to see people that are thinking. Right. I ain't gonna front. I was gonna be like. Um... I was going to... I totally forgot what I was going to ask you right now. But it was along the lines of something. It'll, it'll come, come back. back. Yeah, it'll come Did back. you Probably. catch yourself? Were you going to say something no, no, questionable? No, no, no. You'd be like, yo, because I honestly don't think that all these hoes no, no, be telling no, the no, truth. No, no, anyway. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Because for me, it was, a, it was a shorty, right? So, like, I'm, like I said, like, I'm a domesticated hood nigga. Like, I've changed a lot, son. Like, like Khaled's album, I changed a lot. Like, really changed... And like I'll be thinking, cause I'm always in my in my in my mind thinking these thoughts and shit, and like I try to reflect as much as I can on my life. But so I was dating a shorty. Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of you know what it was too. Like when I went down south, and I remember I would go out to the club sometimes. And like I'm from New York, I'm from the Bronx, and like I would see like the way shorties would get grabbed up in the club, and mm -hmm. I'd be like, damn, they don't really we don't really rock like that in New York, like. <laughs> Seriously, like, you, you, you holler at a shorty, but mm. you're not going to grab her hand, her arm, right, right. her ass, and nothing like that. Like, so what, even for me, when I seen that, I was like, yo, these niggas is fucking savage. savage. <laughs> these niggas so are savage. savage. So it was like, that, I was already like, all right, that's kind of kind of weird. I was still catcalling at the time, though. Mm. You know, I still, yo, my, yo. Yeah. And then I would like, I, I used to uh, cat compensate. Like I was, it'd be me and my mans. And, like, so me and you were together and the shorty would walk by. Like I wouldn't actually cat call. I would have a conversation about her to you mm. loud enough for her to hear. Mm. Like, oh my would, gosh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not that, like a little more X-rated, but you know what I mean. <laughs> X-rated. And it would be like, yo, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They'd a little smile. But then like, as I got even older. And I'm like, yo, this shit is kind of wild. And yeah. then I think one of the illustrations, like, I was dating a shorty at the time. And she was very, I don't want to say feminist, but probably, like, a feminist. Mm -hmm. I don't really I don't really know. <laughs> Shout out to feminists. Shout out to the feminist movements, man. All of y'all out Hood there. feminists? Hood feminist movement. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all my hood feminists out there. You know what I'm saying? Hold it, keeping these streets safe, yo. You know what I'm saying? We the guardian angels of the, of the shorties out yeah. there right now in these streets, man. Even though it's just me right now, but you know we still got. We're down. We're, we're down. down. We're down with cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. But like, yeah. So I was like, yo, son. I remember being with Shorty, and she would come home like, yo, this motherfucker said this, that, and this, and I was like, and that made me start thinking like, damn, yo, like, is that shit called for, dude? Like, like it's not really, it's not. Because then I would be like, yo, what if it was me? And I wouldn't say a Shorty, but what if a dude, dude was hollering at me? Yeah. 
That's like happened wild to me before. reckless. I mean, it's it happened to me at Crane Barrel. It happened to me at Dan's party. Oh, this nigga talked to me wild reckless. I forgot his name, man. Shout out to him for being a reckless. Oh dude. yeah, Billy told me actually. Son, I'm yeah. outside. So you know, he's uh, shout out to Kelly. He's she's over there. He's there. You know, and like you know, gay dudes can kind of like do things that straight dudes can't do. So like, son walks up to Kelly and just motorboats her in the middle of the party. Like, yo, <laughs> what's up, bitch? I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm like looking at him, kind of envious. Like, damn, son. Only thing is like, so I'm like, whatever. And then I go outside to smoke a cigarette. Now, son comes outside and uh, he's like, yo, he goes. Did we just fuck in the bathroom? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Hey, yo. I was like, what? He's like, nah, because I was just, I was like, damn, son, you a wild savage, man. Chill, <laughs> be. I was like, nah, man. Nah. I had to give him the- He was still holding you the alley. Like, yeah. yo, it's yours to do with it, what give, you please. I had to yo, give man. him the, nah, man. <laughs> but that's what his approach. He was like, yo, look, I'm going to just shoot my shot. I, I used to do that with cocaine back in the days. I used to drop a cocaine on the floor, like a little baggie. And I told Shorty, yo, is that yours or mine? I don't remember. Is that yours? And then you know, yeah. they're going to pick it up. They're going to be like, I mean, it could be ours. Yeah. It wasn't mine, but I fucks with it. And you're like, all right, we good. So that's what he tried to basically do. Yeah. But like, yeah, so I was like, yo, is I Is that a name for that move? I don't think so. I mean, it probably is, though. So. Yeah. The coca-doke. The coke-doke. The coke-doke. But nah, so like, so the Believe Women movement, and then I started seeing like, I saw it really made me think like, yo, I got fucking sisters, I got nieces, I mm. got, I got you know female friends or what, women that are friends. Yeah, and you I drop the like, female, right? I've been trying. It's to. hard, but you gotta drop the female. Female, but some, some, but some. Unless you, you say male with the female. Yes, but yeah. sometimes, yeah. But um, yeah. So it made me more conscious of it, and I was just like, damn, if there was just a way, which is like. If there's just kind of like some some sort of a way to make my at least my bros conscious mm. of it, I can't speak for everybody, every dude out there, but I know with my bros, I could because I know some wild barbarian dudes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all do too. Where it's like, yeah. yo, son, you can't be doing that. It's like dudes, I can't even. Call. I gotta block them from my phone. Like niggas <laughs> go out, you like. Yo, what did you just tell Shorty? Yo, why she slapped you for? Like, I got those are like dudes that I used to hang out with yeah. in my previous life, but now I'm like chilling with dudes that make believe women hoodies. And, you know what I'm saying? We got conscious messages, man. Okay. I didn't even know you was a lawyer, neither. That shit didn't I keep, even I, I kind of keep it on the low because I'm I'm here to go to a comedy club, have a good time. I feel you, but your so, boy might mix it up, and I might hey, need some representation. And, it, and you know, it's the worst when somebody say they're a lawyer. And they like, yo, I'm an entertainment lawyer. You like, nigga, but I do criminal shit, son. How you gonna, how you gonna defend me if you? If I need a criminal lawyer. Son. People don't understand. I mean, I know for him, I'm not speaking from experience, but like, he'll, people think he's a lawyer. They just think that's like, you know, the law. So he'll be like, yeah, I do human trafficking law. Worry, yo, because my landlord he changed the locks on me. And it's like, fam, I can't help you. And he's, he's like venting to me. Uh, I was about to go into the story about the chick. But. Yo, shout out to ACAST Studios before we go any further. Uh, they always hook us up. We got the Health Aid Kombucha. They're, they're drinking right right now. They got the pomegranate probiotics. So you know they're biotics as professionals. Mm-hmm. And we just out here, man, living the... How, how does that shit make you feel? Because so, I never had kombucha, even though it's here every week. I'm, last week, they had some shit called Soylent. You ever heard of that? Uh, No. Son, that's the next, like, it's the next level above kombucha, son. <laughs> I was like, when you're really getting money? Son, it's straight up... You, you're so busy... That you just, you're busy, but you're so busy 
busy, so busy mm-hmm. that he don't even got time to eat, son. He just drinks Soylent, mm. and it's like a whole meal. It's like nutriment, but for rich people. Rich people. Yeah, for rich people. None of that funny diabetes shit. <laughs> yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Nutriment, like, yo, let me get the let cheese doodles, the... sunflower season. Yeah, let me get a whole, let me get half a chicken pork fried rice and nutriment. You're like, nah, I think it's not the And the diabetes dipping sauce. It's a supplement, but like, the Soylent is like 20 grams of protein. One fuck like imagine Rocky drinking all of them raw eggs. All he would have had to do is drink soy <laughs> half a soy He would have been a dozen eggs. But anyway, so how do you, how does it make you feel, man? Uh, the kombucha is great. My first it's experience with kombucha was warm. It was warm. I, I bought it at a bodega and I went back like, yo, this is old because mm. it's you know it's fermented tea. If you never had it, so it has like a kind of like rancid vinegar. Yeah, like smell. So I smelled it. I was like, yo, this is bad. He's like, nah, it comes like that. I'm like, yo, fam, the smell is. It does not come like this. And he's like, nah, like, that's it. So I Googled it. And I was like, oh, all right, my bad. This is trash, though. Damn, and son. I threw it out. And then I tried it again later. Um, and it's official. I start, I'm going to get to that. I just I just started doing salsa water. I can't just jump from <laughs> fan to the salsa to kombucha. I need some time. Like, I can't, yeah, lacroix. I'm good on the lacroix. <laughs> lacroix, we good with the lacroix. So I ain't going to jump straight in to com- kombucha. I feel like I should at least... Stretch or something. I don't even <laughs> do like push-ups or something. All right. Oh, I didn't even peep the ankle on the bottom. No, like yo, this shit is. <laughs> I just peeped that today too. He was like, sure. Guys, I hope you enjoyed part one of two with America hates us and busy. Make sure to check back in on Wednesday for part two of two. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.